Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This is the Wikipedia page for Villain, part one of two. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Vernado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, everyone's favorite villain reminding you to subscribe. That's right, everybody. We're about to do this. This page is great. I'm excited to read it because it goes into a lot of weird detail. Everybody, let's do this. Let's do this. Who's your favorite villain? My favorite villain? That's a tough one. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you by the end. Okay. Villain. Several terms redirect here. For other uses, see villain disambiguation, villainy disambiguation, bad guy disambiguation, and badman disambiguation. Not to be confused with the feudal term veiling. This article has multiple issues. Please help improve it or discuss these issues on the talk page. A villain, also known as a black hat or bad guy, the feminine form, is villainous, is a stock character, whether based on a historical narrative or one of literary fiction. Random House Unabridged Dictionary defines such a character as a cruelly malicious person who is involved in or devoted to wickedness or crime, scoundrel or a character in a play, novel, or the like, who constitutes an important evil agency in the plot. The antonym of a villain is a hero. Yes, and the image that they use for a sinister cartoon villain is kind of anti-Semitic. What? 
Yeah, no, this is a common thing where villains are often drawn to be really anti-Semitic caricatures and or depicting queer people. Do you, you think the cartoon of the villain looks like a Jewish person? Like an anti-Semitic depiction of a Jewish villain, stereotypically, yes. Um, yeah, maybe. You know, I don't know. I don't look at him and think Jewish, but I, I don't know. I think I'm just more aware of it because, like, I've been, like, shown it more. Got it. Well, I'm sorry that cartoon is hurting your people. Thank you. The villain's structural purpose is to serve as the opposition of the hero character and their motives or evil actions drive a plot along. Citation needed. In contrast to the hero, who is defined by feats of ingenuity and bravery and the pursuit of justice and the greater good, a villain is often defined by their acts of selfishness, evilness, arrogance, cruelty, and cunning, displaying immoral behavior that can oppose or pervert justice. Citation needed. <laughs> a villain probably put that citation needed there. Like, oh yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> For real. Etymology. The term villain first came into English from the Anglo-French and Old French vilain, which is further derived from the late Latin word villanus, which referred to those bound to the soil of the villa and worked on an equivalent of a plantation in late antiquity in Italy or Gaul. Page needed. Villain later shifted to villain which referred to a person of a less than knightly status, implying a lack of chivalry and politeness. All actions that were unchivalrous or evil, such as treachery or rape, eventually fell under the identity of belonging to a villain in the modern sense of the word. Additionally, villain became used as a term of abuse and eventually took on its modern meaning. The landed aristocracy of Middle Age Europe used politically and linguistically the Middle English descendant of villains, meaning villager, stylized as vilain or vilain, with the meaning a person of uncouth mind and manners, as the common equating of manners with morals gained in strength and currency, the connotations worsened, so the modern word villain is no unpolished villager, but is instead, among other things, a deliberate scoundrel or criminal. At the very same time, the medieval expression villain or villain is closely influenced by the word vile, referring to something wicked or worthless. From late 13th... Is that 13? Oh, everybody, this is one of my favorite parts of the show, where... Rachel tries to read Roman numerals. Roman numerals, sorry. <laughs> Roman numerals, not Roman numerals. But she tries to read Roman numerals and she's not very good with them. It's true. So I think that's 13. Is that right? That is correct. That is oh, 13. X-I-I-I. Probably the best I've ever done. From late 13th century, vile meant morally repugnant, morally flawed, corrupt, wicked, of no value, of inferior quality, disgusting, foul, ugly, degrading, humiliated, of low estate, without worldly honor or esteem. From Anglo-French, ville, Old French, ville, from Latin, villus, cheap, worthless, or low value. Although the relation of these terms became intertwined at some later in time, it is unknown when this happened. At some later in time. At some later in time. You know, I'm working right now, otherwise I would edit myself as I am now an editor on Wikipedia. Who gave you that power? 
Nobody, you can just sign up. Classical literature. In classical literature, the villain character is not always the same as those that appear in modern and postmodern incarnations, as the lines of morality are often blurred to imply a sense of ambiguity or affected by historical context and cultural ideas. Often, the delineation of heroes and villains in this literature is left unclear. William Shakespeare modeled the villain archetype to be three-dimensional in characteristics and gave way to the complex nature that villains showcase in modern literature. However, Shakespeare's incarnations of historical figures were influenced by the propaganda pieces coming from Tudor sources, and his works often showed this bias and discredited their reputation. For example, Shakespeare famously portrayed Richard III as a hideous monster who destroyed his family out of spite. Much like a spite house which is an older episode that you can listen to of Wikilisten. And speaking of Wikilisten, you can help support us by listening to this quick message. Don't be a villain. Thank you for listening to that message and surviving that gut-wrenching turn that Rachel did from spite to spite house and then to a break. Yep. And if you listen to that message, you were not a villain. So thank you. Yes, thank you so much for listening to that. Folk and fairy tales. Russian fairy tales. In an analysis of Russian fairy tales, Vladimir Prop concluded that the majority of stories had only eight dramatis personae, one being the villain. This analysis has been widely applied to non-Russian tales. The actions that fell into a villain's sphere were a story initiating villainy where the villain caused harm to the hero or his family. A conflict between the hero and the villain, either a fight or other competition. Pursuing the hero after he has succeeded in winning the fight or obtaining something from the villain. When a character displays these traits, it is not necessarily tropes specific to the fairy tale genre, but it does imply that the one who performs certain acts to be the villain. The villain, therefore, can appear twice in a story to fulfill certain roles once in the opening of the story, and a second time as the person sought out by the hero. When a character has only performed actions or displayed traits that coincide with Vladimir Prop's analysis, that character can be identified as a pure villain. Folklore and fairy tale villains can also play a myriad of roles that can influence or drive a story forward. In fairy tales, villains can perform an influential role. For example, a witch who fought the hero and ran away and who lets the hero follow her is also performing the task of guidance and thus acting as a helper. Prop also proposed another two archetypes of the villain's role within the narrative, in which they can portray themselves as villainous in a more general sense. The first is the false hero. This character is always villainous, presenting a false claim to be the hero that must be rebutted for the happy ending. Examples of characters who display this trait and interfere with the success of the tale's hero are the ugly stepsisters in Cinderella, who chopped off parts of their feet to fit in the shoe. Another role for the villain would be the dispatcher, who sends the hero on their quest. At the beginning of the story, their request may appear benevolent or innocent, but the dispatcher's real intentions might be to send the hero on a journey in the hopes of being rid of them. Sleeping Beauty much? I don't know if I've ever seen it or read it. It's just in Sleeping Beauty, she sends Sleeping Beauty, I think, into the woods or gives her an apple or something, whatever. It's just like, you know, bad stuff happens to Sleeping Beauty. 
that's pretty much the story. Got it. Bad stuff happens to Sleeping Beauty. Yep. The roles and influences that villains can have over a narrative can also be transferred over to other characters to continue their role in the narrative through another character. The legacy of the villain is often transferred through that of Bloodline's family or a devoted follower. For example, if a dragon played the role of a villain but was killed by the hero, another character, such as the dragon's sister, might take on the legacy of the previous villain and pursue the hero out of revenge. Okay, so now that we've made it to the end of part one, who's your favorite villain? I'm going to say my favorite villain is Bluto. From what? Popeye. Oh. Popeye used to have this big dude named Bluto who would always like come around. And the reason I like Bluto as a villain is because of his visual look. I didn't actually like what he did, which was constantly uh, kidnap olive oil oh my god and then try to force himself on her so that was much too much yeah that's that's a lot for a children's but, uh, cartoon but his uh character design is amazing well my favorite villain is elsa from frozen okay great yeah all right well this has been the wikipedia page for villain part one of two Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button like the villain you are. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, please let us know. We'll read it. <laughs> Unless we won't. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.